Welcome to the Unleash Your Impact podcast, where we focus on the strategies and skills that help you, an aspiring impact leader, to level up. I am Casey Watts, instructional impact coach and consultant, and the host of this show. Let me tell you what today's session is all about. Today's session is all about how to introduce Marco Polo to your people, to your colleagues, to your leadership team, to the teachers that you work with, whoever it may be, so that they actually will use it, right? Because last time we met, we talked about um, how somebody asked the question like, what if people are camera shy or they don't really want to engage on Marco Polo just because it's uncomfortable? Totally understand that. So that's why we're talking about five best practices for implementing or introducing Marco Polo. These five practices, you're going to see me like shooting them up on the screen as some banners here in a little bit as I go through them. Um, but I also have a digital file ready for you to download and access. But you're going to have to put in the comments your email address or just say, hey, email me and I will get that to you just after this session. Let me start by telling you about the five best practices. Okay, we're gonna start with practice number one. You are absolutely free to write these down if you want to, but if you don't have the space or time and you're listening to this on the go, don't worry about it because I'm gonna get you that download. Okay, so here is the first best practice for introducing Marco Polo so people will actually use it. And that is to make it invitational and optional. If at all possible, and I am going to say, if at all possible, these are the best five best practices. But some of these may not be possible for you, or you may have already kind of jumped the gun and moved back past some of these best practices. And that's okay. You still can adhere to some of these best practices, even if you've gotten it started with colleagues already. You do want to try to make it invitational and optional in the beginning. And here's why. People are more prone to jump on board with you and engage if it is invitational and optional. As soon as you make something mandatory without having first given some opportunities for people to explore it and engage in it of their own accord, it becomes uh, a little bit toxic and we don't want that to happen, right? So we want it to be invitational and optional. If you are an instructional leader in your organization. So you are a principal, assistant principal, or instructional coach. A way to make this invitational and optional is to include it with PD. So let's pretend that it's the beginning of the school year in August and you have presented some PD or you presented some concepts as a principal that you want teachers to be mulling over. As soon as you introduce it, you can at the end of that say, hey, I've also got this great app. If you want to talk more about this with your colleagues who are also high achievers or runners, and you do want to throw that in there because you want them to know I'm speaking to you as collectively as high achievers and runners in our school. If you want to engage with us, I've got this app that you can download. It's called Marco Polo. Join in on the conversation with us. That's invitational and it's optional. When we make things invitational and optional, People are eager to participate because you know what? It is that level up and the people you want to participate are going to be the ones that participate. And as soon as those people participate, guess what? 
they are going to gain some buy-in from their colleagues and saying, oh yeah, I hopped on the Marco Polo and it was so easy. And we talked about this. You should come and join us on the Marco Polo group. Super simple. Or those high achievers and runners can be the people to invite others to join into individual conversations on Marco Polo. So it's almost like you are multiplying yourself through the people that are engaging in this. So invitational and optional. Drop me a comment if something is resonating with you about this being invitational and optional. Now, I do want to put a plug here for Allison's Kickstart Your Coaching Cycles. In um, the past, she has done lots of work with the New to Coaching group in focusing on kickstarting your coaching cycles and having this organic approach to coaching. What better way to end your kickstart sessions by having people join a Marco Polo group invitationally and optionally? Voluntary is the key. Okay, so drop a comment. What do you feel like is resonating with you with that first best practice? Okay, so here is the second best practice. You have invited them. You've made it optional. Here's what you can do next. Let's say that you and your colleagues are kind of toying around with the idea of utilizing Marco Polo. Maybe you've used it and you know the power of it, but your colleagues haven't used it yet but they know about it because you've shared about it and you've shared how great it is and how amazing it works. Like Allison said, it's just an amazing tool. Here's what you can do next. You can co-construct with colleagues and you are going to co-construct two different things, two different things that you could co-construct. You could co-construct the possibility potential and or the success criteria, okay? So if we're thinking about co-constructing with colleagues, the possibility potential, here's what that means. You are meeting with them together. Let's say you've done a PD event or you've had a really intense meeting where you know there are things we still could discuss, things that have potential. And you bring up, hey, what if we brought this onto Marco Polo? Okay, so you have thrown it out there. You're gonna see how the wolves decide to chew it up and spit it out or if they decide to digest it. Hopefully they're going to digest it. And one way you can help them to digest it and actually use Marco Polo is by exploring the potential that the app has for your team or for your organization. That's what I mean by co-constructing the possibility potential with your people. Okay. You also might decide to co-construct success criteria. And this would happen if you and your team have decided to jump on board with using Marco Polo. And if you are creating or co-creating that success criteria, you're meeting with them and saying, okay, we've decided to use this, but what will it look like if we've used it successfully? What will we notice if we have successfully implemented Marco Polo? Okay, so I am seeing some comments that I want to mention. So just take in that co-constructing the possibility potential and co-constructing success criteria while I'm reading these comments. And drop in the comments um, either a thumbs up or a heart emoji if you feel like it would be super beneficial for you and your team to co-construct possibility potential. And what do you think people might come up with if you throw out there, hey, what are you thinking the possibilities could be with this app if we used it successfully? 
All right. So Kimberly, yes, Allison dropped her kickstart your coaching cycles um, model. Thank you for that. Um, engage of their own accord. Yes. Um, and you said, Kimberly, you first have to have the interactions with community, um, community building before content. Yes. So these first couple of best practices are all about building those relationships with your colleagues. And yes, Cassie, not one more thing they have to do. When we make it that one more thing, man, they put it on the back burner and they're thinking, what is this chick doing? She's crazy for wanting us to do this one more thing that I feel like is work. We want to push past that so they don't feel like it's additional work. We want it to be fun, exciting, positive. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Teamwork makes the dream work. That is right, Missy, for sure. Okay, so... Thinking about building those relationships and um, it not being that one more thing, here is your third best practice for implementing or introducing Marco Polo. So we've talked about it being invitational and optional first. Second best practice, co-construct um, possibility potential and success criteria with your colleagues. Here's what's next. You want to start off with positivity and excitement. So you are going to utilize Marco Polo, the individual chats and the group chats and the Shearcast as a place to promote positivity and excitement. You may even decide to start it off with wins of the week. Somebody put in the comments, hashtag wins of the week. Okay. If you already have had um, some Marco Polo conversations started. So uh, Holly, I know that you started some Marco Polo conversations and that is great. Do not let any of these five best practices, if you haven't implemented them, hold you back from moving forward with what you've already started. But if you've already started it, you can kind of put a little pause in what's happening in the conversation and be sure you're grounding yourself and the people that you're communicating with in the positive and exciting things that are happening for the organization or for that person. If we make it invitational and optional and we co-construct success criteria and potential, po what did I say? Possibility potential. That is a tough one to get out. Poss pu 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 pu. I feel like it should be in a wrap. Um, and you've made it positive and exciting you are building people up to wanting to engage in this app. Guess what? Of their own accord. Like, wow, she is getting celebrated. And this part of our organization is getting celebrated. And I want to get celebrated. And I want to celebrate others. That's where Marco Polo can come in. So let's say you've started an individual chat with a teacher as an instructional coach or maybe as a principal because you've got T-test coming up or an evaluation coming up. How are you going to utilize it maybe after a walkthrough where you jump onto an individual chat and say, hey, here were some things I noticed about your students that worked well. Hey, here's what I noticed about your instruction that made you full of joy. If you were in a group, man, can your group not be just wins of the week group where everyone's sharing their own wins of the week? Let's have a brag space for ourselves, please, right? We want to have that space for them, and we also want them to feel comfortable using it. Now, with that said, let me tell you, you will inevitably have those people 
who want to brag on themselves a lot. Okay. Gotta love those people. They're really excited about the, what they're doing. They are full of joy. Most of the time, they are going to share things that are appropriate about their own instruction and what they are doing in their classroom or what they're doing in their organization. Because really and truly, we don't want it to just be teachers getting on to share their wins. We want it to be other staff as well. We want it to be, and listen up, we want it to be specialists. We want it to be interventionists. We want it to be admin. We want it to be janitorial staff. We want it to be cafeteria staff. We want it to be district leadership. We want all of our people jumping on to share about their wins of the week or their wins of the month or something that is just simply going well for them in their classroom in the moment. So we want to build that collective efficacy where everyone is rooting for the same cause. And this is one way to make it happen. Okay. Um, and here's what I'm noticing Holly is saying loving wins of the week that comes directly from Allison in the new to coaching group. We have a wins of the week hashtag every Friday. That's what we post. Um, Allison said wins of the week also brings out lurkers and helps get them talking. Absolutely. Yes. Because isn't it easy to share the things that are going well when we actually get to talking? Is it easy to initiate that conversation? Absolutely not, because we have a tendency to dwell on what's not working. When we can pull they're going to start seeing it all around them, and we want to celebrate that, okay? I could go on and on about how to utilize um, Marco Polo for a positivity and excitement platform for just building your um, culture and maintaining a positive climate, but I'm going to move on to our next, uh, our next best practice, okay? So here are the first three best practices so far. Invitational and optional, right? We want to co-construct success criteria and um, potential, man, what is the word? Possibility potential. And I really loved it when I, when I said it a couple of days ago when I was creating all of this. Possibility potential. Somebody put that in the comments. Just hashtag possibility potential so I don't forget it and have such a hard time with, with that phrase. Um, and we also want to utilize this first and foremost, first and foremost, as a platform for promoting positivity, success, and excitement, okay? And I do want to say, if you are using a ShareCast, we're going to talk about, I, I want to put a plug here, not next Friday, so two, three Fridays from now. Next Friday, I won't be getting on to do a session because I will be out of town. But the following two Fridays, we're going to be talking more about um, all of these things Marco Polo. The second session is all about setting norms. The third session, though, is all about crafting a sharecast. And we're going to be doing that work together. So that is actually going to be a Zoom session. So I can walk you through how to, like, I'm going to give you a digital tool on Canva to use, just a quick little um, template to use to get your sharecast going. And we're going to talk about how to schedule it out throughout the week or throughout the month so that people are engaging in it regularly. And this can be one piece of that share cast where people know regularly that we're going to be posting something that is positive and exciting. Okay.
So here we go. Thank you for dropping possibility potential. Fourth best practice. We want to make joining and engaging both easy and comfortable. It has to be easy and it has to be comfortable. So let's talk about how to make it super easy for people to join. I'm going to give you a couple of ways to do this. In your Marco Polo app, if you have Marco Polo, um, and I'm hoping that you do, if you're coming to the second session, I'm assuming you do have Marco Polo. I want to show you, and I know this is probably, oh no, you can see, right? Like you can see all of that. I want to show you where your individualized link is to invite people, okay? So I'm going to show you that first, and I'm going to tell you about some other ways you can make it so easy for people to join. So let's say that I have just uh, gone to a meeting. I have a group of, like a leadership team at on campus that I work with regularly, and it's myself, my other instructional coaching partner and our leader who is the director of curriculum and instruction and then her assistant who also is a part of our group. So I do not yet have a chat with them. I want to get a chat going with all of us. So I'm going to create a group, create a group, new group. As soon as you create a new group, you can add members. Okay. So I can easily add members just by typing in their name or their phone number. Now, if they do not have Marco Polo, if they are not on Marco Polo just yet, it's going to give me an option to invite them with their cell phone number. And it's going to immediately send them a text. They're going to click on the link and they are going to join the group. OK, after having downloaded the app. Let's say, though, that, you know, I, I don't want to text them and I'm, I'm at the end of a PD session and as an exit ticket. One thing I'm going to encourage them to do is to join um, my Marco Polo group. Easy peasy. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to have two options for them. Number one, you are going to have written out. Let's say you have a slide presentation or you're giving them a card. Um, you are going to write out the link that is individual to the group that you want them to join. OK, um, or it could be a share cast. Let me just show you how. I'm going to show you like my collaborative leadership group. So I've got a collaborative leadership share cast. And if I click at the top, this is what it's going to look like. Okay. And it's going to say invite participants. So I'm going to click invite participants. Then it's going to say invite with a link. And even if you have an individual chat or group chat or share cast, every one of those has an individual link that you can share. Invite with a link. Now it has this link. And the only thing that I don't love about this is that I can't, like it says share, but I want to just be able to copy and paste it. But as soon as you click share, it is going to give you the option to copy it. Once you copy it, you can take that and link it in whatever exit ticket they have. Or you can also create a QR code that they can simply scan with their phone. And guess what? It takes them immediately to your group or to your share cast, okay? So you wanna make it so easy, one step. Like you want them to, bam, one step, I'm in the group. Bam, one step, I'm in an individual group chat or an individual chat, or I'm in a share cast. Why do we wanna make it easy? Because they have an everlasting list that they cannot get rid of, that to-do list that is never ending. And I'm not talking about just teachers. I'm talking about 
your leaders, admin, instructional coaches, your janitorial staff. People have things on their to-do list and we wanna make it easy for them to join. Then we wanna make it comfortable for them to engage, okay? And the way that we make it comfortable is by, oops, do you see where I said comfort? Comfort, it's a new word. Hashtag comfort spelled correctly, please, if you get a chance. Um, if you are modeling comfort and relaxation and an organic approach to this app, people are going to follow suit, but you have to model it. And you can also set norms and then model those norms. Remember, next week we're going to be talking, not next week, the next week, we're going to be talking all about how to set norms, okay? So <laughs> Allison says she didn't even notice that uh, I misspelled comfort. It's just the Southern, the Southern drawl that's coming out of me right now. That wasn't even a good Southern accent. I live in Texas, people. Do I not have a Texas accent? I don't know. Maybe I do. And I can't hear it. You want to make engaging in Marco Polo comfortable by modeling. People have to see it in action. Now, if you've set norms, one of your norms might be, as it is for me and almost every group I have and in every share cast, we come as we are. Why do I say all the time, come as you are? And why do I model coming from my bed? Why do I model coming from the front porch with no makeup on and sweating? Why do I model coming to Marco Polo when I've been outside working? Because that is the time that we have to actually think. Those are the times where we're doing the real work of thinking and analyzing and um, reflecting and processing. That happens in those little pieces of time throughout the day. Because during the day, we've got our eyes set on the goal or task at hand. But all of those little moments in between when we leave school or driving down the road, oh, that's right. I've got an idea or a thought and I wanted to respond to so-and-so and I didn't get a chance today. Now is my chance. And guess what? She maybe has set the, whoever I'm sending this to, she or the group maybe has set the boundary that, hey, you don't check Marco Polo until the morning time on your way to work. That's okay. I at least have the space to be able to comfortably come on and share what I've got going on or what is what is coming up um, that I need to share about. Um, so Missy says some people don't always want to show their face if they're not all made up and perfect. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. That's that's where you just have to keep modeling. And when you have made it easy and comfortable and you feel like you're continuously modeling and people still are not engaging that's okay. And that is going to happen. But you can see if they have viewed your posts. So they, you can see if people have viewed the videos that you have posted. And if they have viewed the videos that you have posted, then you absolutely can follow up in person. Hey, I saw that you watched my video. Tell me about what you're thinking. You want to hop on Marco Polo or you want to send me a text message? You want to shoot me an email about what you're thinking about what I said? Hey, you want to meet up after school? Oh my gosh, are you going for a walk in the hallway? Do you have time to chat? Tell me your thoughts on this. Um, there is, yes, Melissa's saying there is a voice only option. 
if they have the plus version. So if you have the plus version, there are lots of options. You can, of course, post a video. You can post a note. You can post a link to something. You can record voice only. Tons of options available. Okay. So give me a hashtag easy and comfortable. If this is something that you're thinking could be a little bit challenging for some people that you know, hashtag easy and comfortable. So far, we've talked about four best practices. First one, we want to make it invitational and optional, right? Second, we want to co-construct, 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 I'm going to read it, the possibility potential and the success criteria, okay, or one or the other. We want to make it positive and exciting, right? So people's first engagement of Marco Polo needs to be a space for positivity and excitement. We want to make it easy and comfortable. Now, let me take a look at some of the comments. Um, so I noticed Allison said, sometimes it takes a few steps to set up the app. So people may need those steps too. Yeah. So if you, especially if you have some people who are not as tech savvy as you, um, you may want to have lined out like, here's the process. Better yet, create a video. I want to talk about that real quick too, because that just reminded me. You can have a welcome video for your individual or group chat. You have to have a welcome video for your sharecast. But there is also an option when people want to join to see a video of you via text message before they actually get the app. So my supervisor, I don't know if she has Marco Polo yet or not. She's new to our um, building. And I'm not sure if she has Marco Polo. But when I send her um, a Marco Polo, like I can create the group, I can put her phone number in. When I create the first video, it's going to ask me if I want to send her a text with the video. And it can send her that via text. And I can tell her, hey, here are the steps to download. And here's what you can expect when you get on Marco Polo. So um, there are definitely options for helping people to actually get into Marco Polo because it can be, it can be a little bit like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe uneasy if you're not, if you're not really tech savvy or not comfortable with, um, Marco Polo. Okay. Are you ready for the fifth best practice when introducing Marco Polo? This one has everything to do with you. Okay. And here it is. You must must, must, and I can't say it enough. You must anchor to your why. You must anchor to your why. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to tap, tap. I want you to type in the comments below, anchor to why. Hashtag anchor to why. And I'm going to tell you why this is so important. You have to get super clear for yourself on why it is you do what you do. And then you have to make that super clear to others, especially if you are going to influence them to engage on Marco Polo. People are influenced by people who know why they do what they do. 
And if you can get clear on that for yourself and you can make that clear for others, they are going to want to follow you as a leader. So I'm not talking to you as someone who's just implementing this app. I'm talking to you to some, as someone who wants to be an impact leader. And one way that you are making an impact is by utilizing this app to its fullest potential so that you can maximize the potential of the people that you're working with. Okay. But you can only do that if you know why you do what you do. Then after you've figured out why you do what you do, and you are thinking about how to make that clear to others, you're going to look at the use of Marco Polo through that lens. And that's gonna help you decide, am I just using this app for the sake of using it? Or am I using this app because it's gonna help me to ground myself to my why, and it's going to help me to live out the vision that I have or the vision that we have for our school and our campus, okay? So <laughs> this um, takes me to Missy's comment. What if you're super indecisive and want to do all the things? Girl, listen, there are a few of us in this group that are just like that. I am one of those people. I am. I am one of those people who will jump in head first, shallow end, because I just get so excited. And you know what? Melissa, Melissa is, Morrison is in here too. She's the same way. We just want to dive in head first. <laughs> Missy, yes, I totally get you. And what I'm going to challenge you to do is first anchor to your why and then decide, okay, if this is my why, what is going to be the first next step, knowing that eventually you will get to being able to implement all of the things, right? So you will get there. You just have to give yourself grace. And Allison tells me this all the time, like, give yourself grace. You're going to get there, but we can't. What is the phrase that you have, Allison, where we talk about, like, I can't, um, I can't reach my maximum potential without having all of these steps in place first. So I know that all of this is here and the hard work is being implemented for a very specific reason. So Stick with it and just stick with one thing and decide how you want to perfect it. OK, so try to perfect individual chats or try to perfect group chats or try to perfect um, share casts or try to perfect one of these best practices. So thank you so much for for dropping that, um, because I I want to ask you now what you feel like, if we're looking at these five best practices, what do you feel like is most important for you in this moment in looking forward to the future? So what do you feel like is your right next step for introducing or utilizing Marco Polo? Are you going to really try to make it invitational and optional? Are you going to think about how to co-construct, co-construct, Possibility, potential, or success criteria. Are you going to think about ways to make the first round of engagement positive and exciting? Are you really thinking about how to make joining Marco Polo and joining groups or individual chats or sharecasts really easy and then modeling 
comfort? Or are you going to anchor to why? Which of these five best practices is most useful and important for you in this moment? Um, and I'm seeing a couple of comments. So Melissa's saying, Missy, I, th I just have to read yours. I think I'm on track and then I see a squirrel and change my direction. Girl, I feel you. I feel you. I can be your accountability partner, though. We can work through that together. Um, let's see. Melissa's saying, my why, share with your group and help encourage participation. That's right. Because they don't know why they're following you or why they're part of the group if you haven't made clear the purpose and the goal. And guess what? You're going to have to clarify that again and again and again. Absolutely. Um, Allison, being brave enough to invite teachers to join. Yep, because it can be a little bit uncomfortable. And guess what? I have had those moments where I've invited people. They even joined and then it was crickets, except it was, oh, it was the Casey show because Casey keeps popping on. But eventually they begin to engage. And it's just so beautiful when they do. Kimberly, write your why, define success criteria. Yes, because you want to use it with um, initial licensed teachers. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, Holly, making it invitational and positive. Absolutely. Wins of the week is a great, great, great way to start. I really love that. Um, so with that, you could have a group where you're just sharing the wins of the week or you could have a share cast. Um, and I actually, if your staff is not, if your staff is new to Marco Polo and you haven't done the groundwork of initiating um, individual or group conversations, it might be best to start with a share cast and think about what is the purpose of the share cast. The share cast could just be like wins of the week share cast. And that way you are sharing the wins that they have shared with you. Uh, and they may even be willing to engage an individual conversation with you, like an individual chat where you can forward the video that they post with you individually to the ShareCast. So I can share more about that when we have the third session all about ShareCasts. Um, invitational, yes. And then Kimberly is asking, do we share wins of the week on a Marco Polo or wait for participants to share first? Um, okay, maybe my, my last response kind of supported that question. But if you guys have more comments that you want to share with Kimberly in response to that question, please jot them. Okay, so we've gotten to the end of the session. It wasn't quite an hour, and I'd really like for these follow-up sessions to not be too lengthy. The last session, the third session, will be a full hour because we're working. It's a working session together. I am just, oh my gosh, I am so excited about that last session. I can hardly stand it. Okay, so here's, here's what I'm going to tell you next. If you are thinking about anchoring to your wine and you're like, I'm not quite sure what to do with that. Like I've thought about why I do what I do. I kind of have a vision and mission statement. It's just kind of muddled, but you haven't narrowed it down. I would love to chat with you, but I also have a share cast coming up. It's a three, three things share cast, three things for $3. And one of the things that we're going to talk about is getting clear on your vision. 
um, getting clear on your why. So if you want to know, know more about that, go to my website, catching up with casey.com slash impact, and you can see information about that sharecast that's coming up. The bonus about this sharecast is that you actually get to experience what a sharecast feels like so that you can in turn go out and create your own sharecast that you feel really confident and comfortable um, with. Okay. This sharecast that I'm telling you about, the three things for $3 is not until September. So you've got lots of time, but there's a waiting list that you can be put on so you can get updates about it. Thanks for listening to the Unleash Your Impact podcast. Do me three solid favors. Number one, be sure that you subscribe to this podcast and leave some comments below so that I can create content that's relevant and useful to you. Second, go to my website, catchingupwithkc.com and connect with me there. And finally, share this episode with someone who is ready to unleash their impact in their school or organization.